This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show, where we bring you topics that are relatable, informative, yet entertaining. I have a special guest with me today, <laughs> because the topic that we're going to discuss, and I feel like he's the best person to talk about this with, because he's in the business just like I am. The topic today is... Business and pleasure. DJP Money, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm always great. It's T-Quest. It's T-Quest show, so let's get there. <laughs> All right. So, you're a DJ, right? Yes. I'm an entertainer, right? Yes. We're both in the business, correct? Correct. And we both love pleasure. 100%. Okay. Now, <laughs> like we discussed previously, <laughs> there are a lot of people who feel differently about this topic, which is okay. We're all different individuals. We all won't have the same values or um, opinions when it comes to certain topics. Do you agree with me? Yeah, everybody's going to have their own opinion when it comes to certain things, especially this topic. Okay, so as our guest, (laughs) I would like for you to jumpstart this about your views on business and pleasure and should it be mixed or not? Well, I think it really all depends on the situation. Um, you can, I think if as long as, as the two parties are on the same page and trying to attain the same goal, it can get sticky sometimes, but as long as everyone's on the same page, I think it could really work. 
I mean, you got there's power couples out there that exist mm-hmm. that have mixed business with pleasure. Absolutely. But we've also seen couples that have tried to do it and have just failed because they don't know how to balance the scale. The Libra scale? No, I'm just <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> You know me. Every time I hear the word scale, I always think of the Libra scale because I'm a Libra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, you're you're absolutely right. It's just funny because they was like, oh, you should never mix business and pleasure. It gets messy just like trying to go in business with your friends and family. I'm like, um... I think anything can get messy at any given time in any circumstance. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, technically, it, like you said, it literally depends on the individuals. Just like with me, if I'm throwing a party, right? Okay. I'm going to pick a family member or friend that I trust to be my door person. Because that's my money coming in. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's right. Technically, ask business with your family and friends. Like, I'm not going to have no stranger. Oh, this is our regular door person. I don't know him. I don't know if he's going to pocket something just because you trust him. It's not me. I have to trust him. I mean, he could stand next to my person, but no, boo-boo, you don't touch my money. I don't know you like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that that's... That makes a hell of a lot of sense. Um, why would you want a stranger handling your money for the night? I mean, that just, it makes no sense. I mean, even if it's somebody, a friend of a friend of a friend, just because you cool with so-and-so doesn't mean that I can trust you. Well, in certain situations that I've encountered is, the owners um, trust them. And that was more of like a 50-50 door split. You know, so they rather their person. And I'm like, I'd rather mine, so what you won't do. <laughs> and I'm always going to win because I'm T-Quest. But even when it comes mm-hmm. back to the topic, mixing business and pleasure, um, a lot of successful couples, um, they meet each other in the workplace. <laughs> when you think about your day on the average nine to five, that's one third of the day. So you're around your coworkers majority of your life. Right. You're bound to meet someone that you have an interest in. And then when you when you're even out there dating and stuff, you gravitate to people you have an interest in. Like the thing that's in common is things that you're interested in. And sometimes it's your profession. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that like, has a lot to do with it. Exactly. <laughs> like, a lot of people do end up talking and dating their coworkers, and you always gravitate to people who like what you do or do exactly what you do because you connect on a certain level, and that's what brings you together. Now, I feel like the tricky part is if things go Sour. Some people don't know how to bring it back. They don't know how to go back to just business 
without having their personal feelings involved. Situations like that is where it gets sticky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. That that is the that is the absolute tricky part. Mm-hmm. Um. You. I don't understand how you. It, it kills me because I've seen it before. I've Talk seen. I've seen, <laughs> mm-hmm. I had this guy that I was working with, and he was dating a girl who worked at the job, but she was in a different department. Um, they, like you just said, they met at the workplace, mm-hmm. and things started out great. Everything was peaches and cream. All of a sudden, they decide that they want to move in together. And still, the, the storybook was, was still open and the pages were just turning. It was wonderful. And all of a sudden, it came time he needed a car for work. He needed a what for work? A car. Yes. Mm. So he had helped her for like a good six months make the car payments on her car. So he turned. Yeah. They moved in together. They they split the bills. Only thing he was, only thing they didn't split was was the car payment. She was making a car payment on her own. I don't know what happened with the finances, but he had to help her. So for six months straight, he paid the car note. So now he needed a car, and he asked her if she would co-sign for the car. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth, she finally said yes. She co-signed. But when dude got the car, he started acting fly. So now he gets caught a couple of times in the employee break room or kitchen, whatever you want to call it. And he's chopping it up with the next chick. (laughs) He's sitting in his car smoking a cigarette. And he's chopping it up with the next chick that's standing outside. Both occasions, she rolled up on him. And this is a car that she co-signed for for him? Yes. Okay. So, they started falling out. They came to my church one Sunday. He actually joined the church. (laughs) Okay. She She had a problem with him joining the church. Because he didn't discuss it with her first. So you see how everything's just starting to turn? Wait a minute. What's the matter? You sorry about what? So, wait a minute. So, they live together. Right. They work together. Yes. Are they in a relationship? They started to build a relationship. And he wanted to join a church, but he didn't consult her first to see if she wanted to as well? Yes. (laughs) Okay. 
So all of this turmoil now is starting to spill over in the workplace. Mm -hmm. He's getting in trouble with his supervisor. She's getting in trouble with her supervisor. Why? Because they're arguing in the hallways. Oh, my gosh. They forgot to leave your problems at the door. Forgot to leave the problems at the door. So they come to church one Sunday. Well, he comes to church one Sunday, and he comes diddy bopping in. He got a new suit on. He had dreads, so he had just gotten his dreads done, and he diddy bopping, saying hello to all the women, kissing all the women on the cheek. Shorty pulls up in the middle of service with a tow truck. Oh, no. And had the car towed away. Come to find out, she didn't just co-sign for the car. His credit was so bad that she actually had to put the car in her name. Uh, so she pretty much sold her own car. Yeah. Yep. So when church was over, he came outside, and I do the sound at the church, and the soundboard is at the back of the church. So yeah. when he left, he said, <laughs> it's not funny. It is That's funny. That's laughing, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, said, he said, yo, P, did you see anybody outside? I was like, anybody like who? I mean, there was a lot of people outside. He was like, well, did you see a tow truck? I said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. Why? He said, man, I think this such and such and so and so and this and that had my car towed. I said, what are you talking about? He said, my girl, I'll call you later. Sure enough, she had the car towed. Monday morning, we're sitting up in the office. She comes into the office with me and my supervisor, and she's just kicked back and talking about how great of a weekend she had. And I hear this dude comes walking in, and <laughs> boom, it was like an atom bomb had just dropped. Yeah. My supervisor fired him on the spot. Both of them? Um, he went to her supervisor. She kept her job for another two days, but then she got fired. That's awful. Yeah. But, like I say, in certain situations, it's not going to work. In others, it do. You know, but I know, two, you know what? I know two therapists at my job, because I work at a mental health clinic. And two therapists started hitting it off and you know they were just keeping it friendly they started mm -hmm. going out to dinner every now and again things were looking like they were starting to work for them things worked out so well for them both of them quit they quit the clinic and they opened up their own private practice mm -hmm. and they are thriving The way but that's started out as a, that's, yeah, that started out as, as a business relationship also. Yeah. 
So I've seen it happen both ways. Nice, I've seen man. it work, and I've seen it bomb out. All right, so I'm going to need you to spice this up a little bit. I want to okay. know if you've ever tried to make business pleasure in your own personal life. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so that's the stories I want to hear. Mm-hmm. All right, I got you. So, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was working at Def Jam. Okay. And I was I worked up worked my way through the ranks. I started out of street promotion as a mobile DJ first, and then I went to street promotion. Oh, then I moved up promotion. into A and R. Is street promotion kind of like a street team? Um, I worked with the street team. I would DJ with the street team. So we would go set up someplace while the street team was slapping stickers all over the place, riling oh, people out of concerts. <laughs> Look, I think it works. Yeah, I think there are a lot of labels that should still do it. Okay. It works. It's, it's great, especially when you're outside of a show where artists is, is performing. Okay. I think it's great. Everything. Right. Mm. So, I was working in promotion, and uh, you know, and. She was an executive assistant upstairs. And we would communicate about work maybe like once or twice a week. And then it started getting flirty. Mm-hmm. But it was still business, all business. One day we were at. She did. She did. And. I don't know, maybe she just couldn't take the flirting or whatever. Maybe it got a little too hot for her. But we were at a Christmas party. Wait a minute, you can't be skipping over the good stuff. What part of the flirting you think, no, because you, you're trying to play it safe. You don't have to play it safe. We're grown. Like, stop with the political responses and the slow pauses. We ain't got time for that. This is a key question, Okay, people are going to be listening. It's going to be engaging with us. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't give me the fluff. Give me the marshmallow. If that even makes sense, okay? <laughs> I got you. I got Thank you. Thank you. So, what part of this flirting may have got a little too hot for this lady? Um, and go. She, she sent me. She sent me an email one day. She said, um, "You know, if I thought that it wouldn't hurt our friendship, I would come downstairs." And just jump on you right now. I said, jump on me? What do you mean, jump on me? So you mean you come in my office and have sex with me right now? <laughs> she said, yeah, right now. I said, well, what's stopping you? She said, we're at work. I said, but I got an office. You got an office. Mm-hmm. My office is near nobody. Your office is near everybody. So wouldn't it make sense? <laughs> she was like, whoa. Are you serious? I said, yeah, I'm serious. I said, come on down here to my office. Let me throw you up on my desk real quick. Mm. Leave you out of here with your legs quivering. Come on. She was like, no, Phil, I was just kidding. So I let I let a couple of hours go past, and then I shot her an email. I said, I haven't eaten lunch yet, and I'm hungry. Why don't you come put oh. yourself on and let me eat? Mm. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said, I don't think this is appropriate for the workplace. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? What? This reminds me of people who always talk it big and bad. And when you meet your match and be like, okay, do it. All of a sudden, no, 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 no. Yeah, you know, that, and that's almost how I saw it when I was reading her email. Like, okay. I could see her, like, whining, like, sitting in front of her computer screen whining. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I was just playing stop. Stop doing this to me. Like, I was I wanted, to but I didn't really think we was actually going to do it. Right. <laughs> you, you know the nonsense. You know the nonsense. I'm sure yeah. you've been doing it yourself. So, oh, like, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, you ready, ready. comes walking up and she says you gonna buy me a drink I said better yet I'm gonna buy you the whole bar oh she said what I said yeah I'm gonna buy you the bar so I turned around to the bartender I said bartender give her anything she wants all night she's like Phil are you serious I said yeah it's open bar everybody drinks for free yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was the most smoothest, jerkiest, deuce flashes. That's not even a word move I have ever heard, but that's clever at the same time because that's something I would actually say to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) You're a jerk. (laughs) So I I got her to 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 drink, and I walked away. I skated. Mm -hmm. And I went... Up to the DJ booth for a little bit. I got on the set for about 45 minutes. I came back down, went back to the bar. And I was on my way to go sit at a table. And she pulled, she just grabbed, she came out of nowhere and just grabbed me and pulled me into a corner. She started kissing me. I said, this is what I'm talking about. She said, yeah, but I can't go any further than this. What? I said, what are you doing? Yeah, I said, what are you talking about? She said, yeah, we have to be involved. We got to be in a relationship if you want to take this any further. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm cool with that. She was like, you sure? I said, yeah, I'm cool with that. You cool so with that being in a relationship with her? Yeah, yeah, I was cool with that. Okay, so you like her? Yeah, she was cool. She was, she, she was, she was what what I thought I was looking for. Mm, okay. So we start dating, and like, she hit me with the ninety day rule, man. Now explain to our listeners who may not know, because this is funny, what the ninety day rule is. Man, 
For you guys that don't know, the 90-day rule is there is no intimacy for 90 days. Now, when you, you say mean, no intimacy, you're talking about like no. There's no sex. Oh, you mean like the real penetration. Absolutely. Now, no sex, no oral sex. Roping is okay. Roping Kissing is okay. Hoping. Right, okay. that's that's it. That's Lap it. dancing is okay. Right. Kissing, hickeys, all that's okay. All that's okay. But you're not, you're not getting my clothes in. Okay, you can do a lot of things with clothes on, but continue. And I, and I agree. I agree. And one night, I went to her apartment, and we were kissing. We were on the couch. We were kissing. I started getting a little aggressive. I was I was grabbing her nipples through her shirt. Mm. She couldn't understand how I knew exactly where her nipples were positioned. Are you a nipple man? I'm an anatomy man. <laughs> okay. It's not just the nipples. Okay. I want the whole package. Wow. I'm I'm that confident in myself that I, I will please you from head to toe. Mm. And like you said, even with clothing. So I made her break stride. It was like, it was it was the 90th day. I made her break stride. We had sex. She came into work that Monday, and she like flipped. Like we were a married couple already. Now let me ask you a question. Not saying that this plays a factor, but it's a little curious. What race is she? Black. Okay, continue. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm sitting at my desk and I had just gotten this this, uh, project dropped on my desk and I had to start working promotion, so I had to get with the promotion department and start setting up radio interviews. And then all of a sudden, she's like, you have no time for me. Like, Wait a minute, I'm sorry, I think I missed something in this conversation. So, you guys lived together for 90 days, you got the vagina, and then all of a sudden, she's acting funny saying you don't have no time for her? Yeah. And this is a weekend right after you guys had sex? This is the Monday after the Saturday that we had sex. Did you, like, like stigmatize her she's her feeling some type of way like what what happened you know one of my one of my friends that i was working with she said that she said you must have really put it on her i said well i mean i just did what i usually do i didn't do nothing out of the ordinary i wasn't trying to be fly with it i wasn't you know i i didn't i didn't kickstart no ceiling fans i didn't jump off no walls i didn't do no spider-man moves I ain't do none of that. I just did what I do. Yeah. And she knew about the project because she was the one who brought it to me. Okay. She brought me the project. I told her I was getting on it right away. I'm getting on the project. She called me at my desk. 
I said, listen, I got to call you back. I'm on on hold right now with Hot 97 trying to set up this interview. I'll call you when I'm done. She shoots me an email. She hangs up, shoots me an email. You're acting funny now. You have no time for me. What changed within you that you acting funny or have no time for her? I was working on this project. I was still flirting with her through email. I was still call her when I had free time. But because I couldn't just stop doing what I was doing to talk to her on the phone whenever she called, I had no time for her. Gotcha. Okay. She went, this went on for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I got everything done that I need to do in two weeks. <clears throat> this went on for two weeks. She went to my boss and told my boss that I broke her heart and she didn't want me at work anymore. What? You sound crazy. Can you believe that? Yes. No, no, no. I don't want him working here anymore. He broke my heart. Oh, you broke oh, my heart, boss- baby. My boy boy said to him, what do you mean he broke your heart? I mean, you guys have been dating, what, for two seconds? How did he break your heart? She said, well, he doesn't have to. How do you both know how long y'all been together? Because this is who she worked for. And he knows her business? She was telling her business. Hmm. Strike number one. Mixing business and personal. There you go. That's strike number one. So he called me. And, you know, only time I get a call from him is if he's about to kind of stroke my ego about a project or if he's got something he wants me to work on or if I did something wrong. So I'm not sure why he's calling me. Mm-hmm. So he said, Phil, I need you to come to my office. I said, all right, let's go. I'm, I'm on my way. I get upstairs. He says, close the door. I'm like, uh-oh. He said, what's going on with you and Angela? I said, what do you mean? He said, first of all, she, she's told me everything. She told me you guys are dating. She told me everything's going good. But now she's saying you broke her heart. What's going on? I can't have her upstairs upset over some nonsense. I said, well, yeah, first of all, you're right. It's only been a minute. Second of all, I'm doing my job. I'm working on a project that she brought to me, obviously, that came from you. He said, what project? I said, just step into the AM project. She said, He said, mm-hmm. okay, all right, no problem. Keep doing what you're doing. I'll work with Angela. I'll handle Angela. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I said, but wait. How do you know what's going on between us? Is she coming back to you and telling you? He said, yeah, she's so head over heels over you. It's like I'm her confidant. She comes and she tells me everything. You guys just had sex this weekend, right? I said, oh. Whoa, wow. wait a minute now. Wow. Mm. I said, oh, okay. So she's telling you everything. He said, yeah. I said, okay. So what do you want me to do? He's like, just keep doing what you're doing. I told you, I'll take care of her. I went back to my desk. 
I worked the rest of, actually I worked until like 8 o'clock that night she called me twice I didn't even answer got home she hit me on my cell phone I didn't answer she sent me a text I responded I said how can I help you she said you really acting funny now I said I'm still working she said no you're not you're acting very funny I said and you're telling your boss my business mm. so did you tell my did you tell your boss my dick size she said who are you to talk to me like this I said you know what I thought things would really work out between us but I'm guessing it's not gonna work she said, but I'm not understanding why it wouldn't work. I said, you're telling your boss everything, man. Who else are you talking to in the office? She said, nobody. He's the only one I talk. I said, but why are you talking to him? Who is he? She said, well, he's the only, you know, he's a, he's a good friend of mine. I've been working for him for the last 10 years. He's been a confidant. He knows everything that's going on with me and my family. I said, well, that's got nothing to do with me. So I think me and you need to just back up a little bit, put some space between us. I'm not saying that we can't be friends. I'm just saying as far as us working on a relationship or being intimate with each other, I think we just need to take a step back. We both have a lot of work on in front of us right now. Let's just concentrate on our work, get through this work, and then we can come back and revisit this. She was like, well, I don't think it should be that way, but if that's the way you feel, then okay. I guess we can try it. I said, okay, thank you. I appreciate you at least giving it a good old college try. That sounds like a bunch of kids. She came back to work the next day and she quit. Wow. She said she couldn't. There's no way that she could work in the same office with me after going through this with me. What did you do to her? Power of the P. Money. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this must be when they're not trying to turn a show, you know, like sexual, which most things turn that way anyway. But this must be one of those cases when people like when females get stigmatized, you know. But the part that's throwing me off is the whole I don't even care if your boss is your go to. It's one of the things I always talk to people about like when you're in a situational relationship. It's not for others to know. It's not their business whether things are good or bad. You keep that personal. Yes, you want to vent, but especially something so fresh, especially with a coworker. I don't care how close I'm with my boss. I would never want to cross that boundary because my job can be in jeopardy, the boss's job, and the person I'm dealing with. That is too risky. I don't care how close we are in the job or outside the job. And that's just showing that you can't even trust her anyway because you went back to your boss so quickly to tell him what just happened over the weekend. Something that's so intimate and so personal and you didn't even see nothing wrong with it. Even for me, my go-to, I don't tell my go-to all my business. Too many red flags. She didn't deserve the job. What's up? 
You're not supposed to. I mean, especially if there's somebody at work, man, and you deal oh. with somebody. There's no way that you can talk your business at work. It's not gonna work. Yeah. But you and I, we have conversations all the time. Absolutely. And I don't know. Me and you are on the same page all the time. And here comes that word again. The average person. (laughs) I mean, if you say that word again, me personally, I know what the word is. But the people listening don't know what that word is. You haven't used it as of yet. Right. mm -hmm. But, you know, the average person cannot handle a situation like that. Yeah. When it's a work relationship, you got to be able to separate both of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it all stems from maturity and professionalism. Because I could be dating a guy in the office for years and you would never know. It's not your business. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you guys questioning me about anything. I'm not trying to run to you about nothing. Now I can see if we happen to be in the job and you can just tell there's an organic chemistry and things just fold out the way it does, then great. It is what it is. You can't help that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, I'm not going to my coworkers about nothing. And if they even try to bring me some negative energy and I don't want to hear it, we're going to dead that real quick. Because then I would handle whatever we have to handle. And if God forbid we happen to disagree, have arguments, or whatever, we're going to have to leave that at the door. And that's what it stems from finding your perfect mate or close to it. Finding that person you're compatible with. Because I'm a type of person, I'm very serious when it comes to business. I may flirt and joke and be a pervert at times, but I'm very serious when it comes to business. You know what I'm saying? So I have to be with someone who understands if things are not cool, we can handle it between you and I, and that's just what it is. But we still got to handle what we have to handle. Because I remember if I used to talk to um, another rapper, and okay. it was times we had, you know, a little disagreement, nothing too crazy. But it feels like maybe upset or something. It is what it is. We still had, we booked for the same show. We both still had to go there. We still had to work together. You would have never know we had an issue. Why? Because we are still professionals, mature, and we have to still handle business. They always tell you, leave your problems at the door. And it's real like that because you're going to start jeopardizing things at work. You're going to make things uncomfortable. And some people really don't know how to separate the two. That's right. You are one million percent correct. And at the same time, there's times where I may like somebody and they don't like me like that. And I just have to respect it. I may be upset. I'm human. I have the right to be upset. But, all right, that's fine. Let's move on. And, you know, it, it can't get risky at times. Just like um, 
I was talking to a DJ recently, like only a couple seconds ago. Um, <laughs> and um, I was asking them about business and pleasure. Oh, I don't do that. I was like, what? Yeah, it, it's bad. I'm like, what? Bad mix. I said, for who? He said, I'm just saying, personally, with me, I keep the two separate. I said, I hear you. He said, yeah, so I just leave it alone. And it's funny when DJs and stuff tell me that, because they tell me that, but then they try to see what's good with me. I'm like, um, you're a DJ, Pumpkin. This is automatically um, business. We're in the same business. <laughs> So you can't tell me that you don't mix it and then trying to holler at me. That don't even make no sense. Unless you want anything no. to impress me to make me feel like, oh, he's fucked up all that shit out. Like, no. Mm-mm. Because I always tell people, in my ideal world, right? I would want to be with someone who understands my job as an entertainer okay. and as a music artist. But not actually one of them. Meaning, I'm mainly known as a music artist, correct? Correct. In my ideal world, I really wouldn't want to be with another music artist. But I'm okay with being with a producer, a DJ, a promoter, someone that's in the business but doesn't do exactly what I do. You know, but and it's not because of conflict. It's just I don't I don't always mesh well with other artists. Meaning, like if we chilling, I don't want to always be writing lyrics. <laughs> I don't want to right. always be go um um going to the studio. I don't always want to go to showcase. I don't want to always. And some people don't know how to separate the two. You know, and right. I understand that's how we connect and vibe. But in my cases, I I, I just couldn't do it. No, you see couples like Jay Z and Beyonce, they're both music artists, and it works for them. That's what I'm saying. You can't really just automatically dead it thinking it's going to be bad because in life you have to take risks regardless. Because let me, let me find out somebody I'm interested in and I feel like he can be my feature. This thing, he's the same thing I'm doing in the workplace with me. I'm going after that man if I want him to be my man. But. I'm going to be smart about it because you have to realize what you're putting at risk and some people don't live on the edge that much and I don't live on the edge. I am a law-abiding citizen, do everything by the book, but when it comes to love and someone who could potentially be my man, are we going back to that game of chess, baby? And I'm going to say checkmate, okay? Just being honest. Just being honest because a lot of people, I've seen it before, a guy liked a client and they was cool, laughing and joking all the time, but the moment he took his shot, she instantly was uncomfortable and he got fired. You have to be ready for the risk. Some people can't handle the risk, so they avoid it all together. But that's just you. That was him. This is me. You know what I'm saying? But in your case, that that got too messy and too sticky so quick. So you quick. You got the vagina one time. One time. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
HVZness. <laughs> one time, man. One time. Mm-hmm. I can see if it had been like four, five, six times. One time. What did you do to her? I did nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't get freak. I didn't, I didn't get freaky with her. Well, mm-hmm. no, no, I didn't. I didn't get freaky with her. Okay. I didn't even. I didn't even let her see that side. She hadn't even seen that side of me yet. Yeah. So imagine if it had been four, five, or six times and she had seen that side of it. No. She might have I don't want to imagine. Exactly. That's what I said. I didn't want to imagine it. (laughs) 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 All right, peace. All right, peace. Yeah, I might have gotten kicked out of that office, T. Mmm. And then we wouldn't be sitting here talking now. Man. Yeah. So my question for you is. If she didn't go cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Over the caca, caca, caca. Right? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you think or feel that you guys probably would have grown into something great? Because how was her dynamic within those ninety days of dating one another, but still working at the workplace? How was that dynamic missing that business and pleasure? It was because even though you perfect. wasn't actually intimate, there was still some type of pleasure in there. Because, you know, go kissing, dating, PDA, maybe. You know what I'm saying? It was almost perfect. Wow. Like, I would sneak upstairs. Like, not, not sneak upstairs. She was on the executive floor. Um, when we have some extra time, I'll, I'll, I'll explain that to you. But I'm not going to put anybody on blast right now. Yeah, because um, not like you already did. So, totally get it. Right. Right. right, right. <laughs> um, she was on the executive floor, and at Def Jam at the time, the executive floor, you had, if you worked in the company, there was no reason for you to be on the executive floor unless you had a meeting upstairs. Mm-hmm. That's the way they, that's the, that's just the way they handled the office. So I would sneak upstairs, I'd jump off the elevator, I'd run around the wall to her desk, I'd kiss her real quick and then disappear. Mm. I mean, grab her by her cheek and really slob her down and then just just break out before she could even realize what happened. But I understand. You you know what I'm saying. No, I get it. It's just that term, slob you down, to me, is just gross. But I get it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, you know, she she would see me, I'd be, like, walking down the hall with my head down reading something and then feel somebody pinch me on my ass <laughs> and I turn around and she'd wink at me and she'd go her way mm. you know so it, it was it was almost perfect 
Nobody really knew what was going on. We kept it to ourselves until, except for her t talking to the boss. As far as I knew, anyway. I don't know if she told anybody else upstairs on the executive floor. Nobody on my floor knew anything. Mm -hmm. People starting to suspect things, but that's all it was was speculation. Yeah. Because we moved in our own, we stayed in our own lanes, we moved at our own paces. Okay. <clears throat> and I really didn't see her much in the building. I would see her outside of the building, but even then, it, it really wasn't nothing. You know, we, there was no real PDA. Um, not until after work hours. If it was during work hours, it was no PDA. Mm -hmm. After work hours, on the way to the train or on the train, that was something different. Like what? And that was that was at her request because mean? of her being on the executive floor. So you know, I I, I respected that. Okay. And I, yeah, I, I kept it that way. Mm -hmm. But then, here we go. She just jumped out the window, T, and... She jumped out the window as soon as your penis jumped out your pants. Lord. <laughs> I'm just making sure I got the story correct. You know, I got the story correct? Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically. But I think really what I think turned her out, I don't think it was so much her being digmatized. Yeah. I think she was I think she was tongue-matized. I'm sorry. You want you care to elaborate for me? My oral game is off the charts. So I've been told. And because of what I've been told about it, I think that's really what got her. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's what got her. Okay. Because I, she, she, she actually cried. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. She cried about what? She cried when she came. She cried. Came into the office. What do you mean exactly? No, Can you elaborate? No, we were having sex when she came. Uh -huh. He actually cried. Wow. Yeah, she came while I was eating and she actually cried. Oh. Yeah. Okay, mister. Yeah. Get in. So, I mean... That's what I think did it And it wasn't like I was Intentionally trying to turn her out Like I said it, it was I didn't do anything out of the ordinary Maybe it wasn't ordinary for her Yeah You know what else I think it is I'm not even trying to be funny What? 
I'm not sure if you guys spoke about like her past. Right? A little bit. But she she met someone in her field, right? Right. Understand her life, understand the business and like I told you, it's actually a great thing when you um get into a relationship with someone in the field that you work in because you know you're a little bit more compatible because you understand each other's lifestyle to a certain right degree, you know what I'm saying so to meet someone like you who was a great man for what I've known you know what I'm saying and to buy with you connect with you to laugh with you to smile with you to grow with you and then to finally be intimate because when it comes to that part no disrespect people put sex a high percentage right in the relationship yeah and no. for the fact that you guys grew so much without it and that you respected it you know what i'm saying like you already looking like superman so put the icing on the cake literally <laughs> it's like allowed her like wow like this this Make it or break it. This just seal the deal. We might as well get married tomorrow. Like, you know what I'm saying? These are things that are going in her head. Because you just made everything that was phenomenal. You made it perfect. And she's like, oh my gosh. So, of course, the kids will come to emotions because she's overwhelmed with all of it. And then, next thing you know, she said, okay, this is my man's. <laughs> Like he's all mine. He has to be mine. Like, wait a minute. Did he, did he text me today? Wait, wait, wait. He's not giving me no time. Wait, he's too busy. Like now, her head is just so twisted. It's just like, oh my gosh. And some people don't know how to handle it because now it's like too many emotions involved, and a lot of people can't control the emotions. Right. You know, it's just like you hit the lottery. Like, oh my god, now I got all this money. What do I do? What do I do? What do I say? What do I miss? What do I do? You know, it, it becomes too much that you end up ruining something that could have been beautiful. Does any of that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. See, I wish I'd have known you then. Why? <laughs> Because it would have made sense to me, and then I would have just been like, okay, I see what it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I might have even tried to comfort her at that point. Yeah. But I didn't see it that way, so. I mean, a lot of things we don't see in that moment, or, and I'm like, yo, you're crazy. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> Like, you know, and then all we thinking about is like, yo, like, why are you even telling so-and-so my business? Like, 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 that's not cool. You know, that, that's not cool at all. But when you look at it from a different perspective, that's what I love about the Quest show. I open people's eyes and ears and heart and mind a little bit more to look at or tap into situations from a different perspective to really make them think, like, you know what? I never thought about it like this. Now you make me wonder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, even though she quit, and even though you try to make business and pleasure 
makes it end up work for us. And it did work until that last moment. Have you spoken to her after that? Um, I spoke to her like a month later after all that went down. Mm-hmm. And she apologized. She 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 admitted to being wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she wanted to try to make it work, especially since she wasn't there in the office anymore. But the only way that we would be able to make it work is if I was to move in with her. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Whoa, I was just trying to make the girl sound normal. Now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I told her, I said, I, I can't move in with you. I can't make that commitment. She said, well, then I guess there's no reason for us to talk anymore. I said, we can't be friends. She's like, no, I can't be friends with you. So, okay. All right, well, I want you to enjoy your life. And just know if you ever need me or you ever want to talk, I'm only a phone call away. Wow. Never heard from her again. Do we even know if she's alive? Um, nope, I don't know. Okay, so what about the co-workers in the building that may have knew something? Did the, the boss ever mention her name again? Like, this is some weird-ish going No, no, uh-uh. and he apologized to me. Wow. He apologized, he said, you know, I, I was, 100% wrong I apologize to you um, how can I make it up to you I said look it's not your fault mm-hmm. it's really not your fault it was her fault she should have never given you any of that information mm-hmm. she should have just kept it to herself it's not your fault I don't blame you for anything he said yeah but if you know if it didn't go down if me and you didn't have the conversation that maybe she would still be here. I said, no, I don't think she would have been here. Regardless, I don't think she would have been here. No, you're right. And um, either way, I get it. Um, when you go into something or you're excited about something, you want to go to your go-to and talk about it. And her boss right. has to be her go-to. So we always get it to a certain degree. You know what I'm saying? But it's just sound like it was just going to be something a little messy overall anyway you know but like I said and go ahead yeah no you're right no I was saying yes I was agreeing with you you're right mm-hmm. so you're right. um overall when it comes to mixing business and pleasure in certain cases it may work in other cases it may not right and like I said you really have to um, be very mindful if you're going to take that risk because it's always going to be a risk. And in this moment, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to um, read a segment of the Quest Chronicles, which is my blog that pretty much talk about similar topics that we talk about here on a T-Quest show. And then we're going to wrap it up with TJP Money. Okay? Hey. Now, all right. <laughs> 
Over the years, I'm sure many of us have heard that you should admit business and pleasure, yet on the flip side, there are a lot of successful business couples out there, even power couples at that. That's a thin line, yet a scary line to cross, but in certain cases, there are actually great outcomes. The question is, if you don't receive the outcome you desire, where do we go from here? In the male-dominant industry, I came across a lot of foolery. I rolled my eyes and shook my head numerous occasions. I understand that biologically, we are attracted to the opposite sex and will be around them, but what we can do is throw respect and professionalism out the window. You know what I'm saying? What happens to business still be in business? You know, a lot of cases people work hard and get overlooked for opportunities because of someone in the workplace in a higher position may like them or show interest and they don't like them and all of a sudden they can't get the job or get the position. It's very scary, you know, but the problem in our society is we need to stop the foolery. Stay professional. Right. <laughs> you right. know, and it's many a business. But on this note, it's your girl T Quest. This is like the end of our segment, the T Quest show. Oh, oh, man. P Money. You come on the show, sharing your story about business and pleasure. And I want to hear you guys' feedback. So make sure you guys um, comment, email me at TQuestGLM, or even hit me up on my website, GottaLoveMeWell.com. Follow me on all social media at TQuestGLM, and download that TQuest mobile app in the Google Play Store and App Store. And let me know your insight on this topic. You know, you never know. We might post it up on the gram or post it up on the app with your name to get you a little exposure. It's your girl T Quest. I hate to wrap it up, but you know what? We might even do a part two next time on the T Quest show. Talking about topics that are relatable, informative, and yet entertaining. Try to leave me when we going through ups and downs. That's giving me X.